Welcome to the Storytellers Live podcast, where everyday people share real and personal stories. Some are profound and challenging, while others are more common and relatable, shared with honesty and humor. But all of these stories reveal what God can do in our lives when we trust Him with the details. Thanks for joining us. Hi, everyone. This is your host, Kelly, from the Storytellers Live team. On each episode, a different woman shares her story, often in a live setting, with the bottom line being that God is good. Today, you'll hear from Sarah Ellen, who shares a little bit about Justin Timberlake and fashion and debilitating anxiety that started when her children were young. She also shares a whole lot about what she's learned in walking as a daughter of God. She is hysterical and profound at the same moment. I don't know how she does it, but she is a treat to listen to. Enjoy. Okay. um, First of all, can I just say thank y'all? I asked for prayer today that I would say what the Lord would have what the Lord would have me say, and I felt it, people. So thank you for showing up there. Um, Okay, so today we're going to do a little time travel, and we're also going to talk about clothes, some very important clothes choices. Okay, so um, I'm going to tell you a little bit about me. Um, I am, I have a wonderful husband, and he really is wonderful. Um, So thankful for him. I have three kids that I had very close together. Um, So right now, Polly is in fourth grade, Grady is in fifth grade, and Noah is in sixth grade. (laughs) So um, we're going to talk about the baby years here in a minute, Um, and that was a a low point. Um, So anyway, um, (laughs) let me go ahead and um, let me say this. I was the youngest of three. I grew up in a Christian home. My parents were pretty awesome, and my brother and sister are pretty awesome too. So, um, just a lot of joy already, okay? Um, But I am a fixer. I don't know if any of y'all are. Um, I am a people pleaser, and um, just tell me what to be, and I'll be it. Do do you want me to be um, nicer to him? I can do that. Do you want me to, um, well, I don't cook dinner well. So you can tell me that I don't cook dinner much, and I still can't do that. I just, it's a, it's a problem. Um, but anyway, most of the time, a beer. Okay, a fixer. Um, and so keep that in mind. Okay, um, I'm going to talk through some of my life um, as it, um, my clothes, what I wore during times of my life. So elementary school, um, this is when I was trying to make my dad proud of me and trying to be a good daughter. So at this time, I mainly just wore my sister's hand-me-downs and um, Camp DeSoto clothes, okay? And I was I was on her camper because, remember, I'm a people pleaser. So um, you tell me to be on her camper, I can do that, okay? And so um, that was elementary. Then we moved on to high school, and this is when I thought that I needed attention from boys. And so I wore short and tight, and um, not proud of that. Um, and I was a cheerleader, so I was wearing cheerleading uniforms, so um, I was trying to be appealing to the teenage boys. And then got to college, and I did a total 180. This is funny. Um, I went to RUF, and um, I decided, well, I went to college mainly to get my MRS degree, 
um, which is to marry a Christian man. And so I thought, well, if I'm going to marry a Christian man, I better start acting like a Christian woman. And so I didn't want to lead men to stumble. And so I started wearing my clothes like two sizes too big. And so like loose, like, I don't know if y'all remember the linen potato sack. So, so the funny thing was when Matt met me, I was still kind of wearing the tight and short. And then like into the relationship, like my clothes are getting bigger and bigger. (laughs) And so, so in college, I'm trying to be, um, the Christian wife material. Okay. So then we get married and this is funny too. Um, I've just wore like, um, I wanted to be like my mother-in-law. Okay. Um, thought she was really cool. She still is. Um, I, I'd copied down all her recipes, and I started, I don't think I was trying to wear clothes like her, but I did wear khakis and white shirts a lot. And if you know me, you're like, Sarah Ellen, <laughs> Sarah Ellen, why? Um, but anyway, so, so at that point, I was trying to be my mother-in-law, really, because I thought, she's a good wife and mom. And maybe that's what Matt wants is his mom. Okay. Um, so then that was the first marriage. And now um, I have moved on to when I was a mommy. And so when you're a mommy, a young mommy with so many kids, you wear pajama pants. And um, so it was the time where, you know what, I can't do this anymore. I can't even get dressed. Like, and so that's, um, I want to address that some. So let's just paint this picture. This is where the time travel comes in. (laughs) Okay, so this is eight years ago. Um, Three small kids, um, traveling husband. So Matt does not travel much anymore. But at the time, he was gone probably four nights a week. And... um, I don't have family in town, so it was, um, it, it wasn't even, I mean, it was bad. I want to say it wasn't even that bad, but for me, this was bad. Um, I just didn't have relief. Um, and I really was tired. <laughs> Y'all know you don't get much sleep with kids. Um, I was yelling <clears throat> at my kids. I was yelling so much at my kids that my throat hurt all the time. And so that was a a low point. Um, I was anxious. I was on edge. I would get in the car, and I would have nightmares of people crashing into me (laughs) and my kids. Um, Just anxiety. Um, So not sleeping. So really, here's the deal. I wanted to crawl into a pit and stay there and sleep and be by myself. Like, I just did not want to see people. I didn't want to see kids. I'm not a gushy mom. I love my kids, and I think that they're awesome. Um, But at that time, I was like, you're cool. Can you stay there and let me just go away? Um, And so that's what I told them one day. This is funny. I I set them all in the kitchen, and I looked at them, and I was like, you know what y'all are? Y'all are mess makers. And I've had enough. I'm leaving. And And so they're sitting in the kitchen. This is no lie. I go out the front door, and I know I'm not going to go far, but I run around the house a few times. So I'm out there praying and running. I go back in. All three of my kids are crying. 
to this day, they are probably stressed out about that. I will say this. This is funny. Grady, for a while after that, when Mommy would leave, Grady would look at me and be like, don't go. Um, so, but that's, that's just where I was. I was just like, I need to get away, you know. So the moral of the story here is I couldn't do it anymore. You know, it was pretty easy to be a wife. Not, well, I mean, to Matt it was. Let me say that. Let me just give him a little credit. To be Matt's wife, it's really not that hard, and praise the Lord for that. Um, but anyway, so um, at this time, I fell to my knees, and I confessed, Jesus, I cannot do this. I need you. I need your help. And he showed up, and he showed up in some unexpected ways, okay? So um, two ways I'm going to tell you about. Counseling. Okay, let me tell you a little about um, about counseling that it says in Proverbs. Proverbs eleven fourteen, where there is no guidance, the people fall. But in abundance of counselors, there is victory. Okay, I like to win. Okay, this is victory. So. Um, a friend of mine said, you need to go to a counselor. And I didn't, I, I had not grown up in an, in an environment that many people went to counselors, so I didn't know that that was okay. And um, this was eight years ago. I feel like, thank the Lord, a lot of more people are like, I go to counseling now. But um, I just didn't know it was okay to go to counseling at that time, but I needed it. So I went to Julie Spartman. And she um, spoke truth to me, and what a blessing that was. And some of the truths she spoke to me was, um, you need some medication. And so um, I went to speak to her, and in the first conversation, she said, let me just go ahead and say, I want you to think about getting on some medication. So um, that was a blow because I I think it was to my pride because I was like, I don't need medication. And then also um, I kind of was at the thought range that um, I don't have to use medication. I'm a Christian. I'm just going to pray more and read the Bible more. So, you know, but um, that was not working. <laughs> And so, I mean, well, hold on, that works for people, but um, <laughs> but my heart was not at the right place. How's that? Okay, so um, I got on the medication, okay? And looking back, let's talk about my anxiety. Um, I don't know if you've realized this. I'm a little excited, um, and so sometimes all this energy and excitement can manifest in anxiety. Um, I remember as a little girl... I didn't get to go to the movies much, but when I did, I would be so excited. I would start to have trouble breathing, and I think that was a little bit of anxiety. Um, and so I would be excited, and then uh, I would play the what-if game. Well, what if this happens? Well, well, what if a car hits us? Well, well, what if I forget to bu- bu- buckle Polly in? Well, what, you know, so um, I would play the what-if game, and if you're playing that game today... Don't. I have to shut Polly off. Sometimes she'll be like, but what if? I'm like, wait, we don't play the what if game because we don't think that'll ever happen anyway. So just stop there. Okay, so um, I was playing the what if game. I would have trouble taking deep breaths. Um, Still do sometimes, like right now, because I'm excited. (laughs) Um, Even at my wedding shower. So my dad... um, 
my dad loves some scripture, and I love that about him. And he quoted Philippians 4, 6 to me at my wedding shower. And it was, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to the Lord and the peace which transcends all understanding will guard your heart and mind in Christ Jesus. And I wanted that peace. Um, but I, I just, I think I was trying too hard. <laughs> and so, um, so the medication came. And so I started Zoloft. And after about two weeks, I was definitely in a better place. So I'm in a place where I'm not having nightmares while I'm driving. Um, my throat is hurting less often because I had 10 seconds, 10 extra seconds in between the brother hitting the other brother and me yelling. So, like, it wasn't immediate reaction. It was, hold on, wait a minute, what's this? I'm breathing. And then I could think about my response. So I see that as the grace of God, not as Zoloft, okay? Now, God is using Zoloft to help me, and he still is. But guess who made that medicine? God. Do you think we'd have Zoloft without Jesus? No. And so he he used that for me. So um, anyway, um, less yelling, less explosions, um, just just doing a lot better with my kids. And then at the same time, my sweet counselor, Julie Sparkman, was also speaking truth to me. Now, I had heard it all before. I had grown up in a Christian home, uh, never miss a Sunday, Camp DeSoto. I mean, so many wonderful places um, where you're hearing the gospel. Um, and I knew all those Sunday school answers. I could win the sword drill in Sunday school. Y'all know what I'm talking about. But um, my heart didn't know it. So it's that 18-inch conversion. I believe that's what Tim Keller says. It's, it, it doesn't seem like 18 inches. Um, but, okay, interjection here. I love Tim Keller. <laughs> if anybody has a chance to listen to him, I'm going to suggest that you do. I spoke to him one time. Um, I wrote a poem about him. Also, Justin Timberlake is one of my favorites as well. i got to go ahead and tell you all that. We're going to talk about him in a minute. Okay, so... <laughs> So, um, Julie Spartman coming in and teaching me some truth. Okay. And so, I think my mind and my heart both are ready to hear it. And she taught me that I was a well-provided-for daughter. The key word, daughter, guys. I got a tattoo that says daughter in Greek because that meant so much to me. Finally... I'm starting to get it, and I'm going to excerpt from my Christmas letter. So I usually write a rhyming Christmas letter, and this was back in 2010. Um, And I don't think this is a rhyming part, but um, anyway, (laughs) let me go ahead. Um, uh, Now, there will be some references in here that seem old, but that's because this is from 2010. So just keep that in mind. So Matt was gone most of March and February, which led to a burden I could no longer carry, which led to counseling and some anti-anxiety medication, a breakthrough. For the first time, I tasted and saw the Lord's goodness and acceptance in Christ and love. That's right. I said for the first time. 
Yes, I was raised in the church all my life, rarely missing a Sunday, and have always known the Sunday school answers, but my mind knew them, not my heart. You see, I couldn't be the Christian I thought I was supposed to be. I would try and try, but it wasn't working. I was under the assumption that a Christian woman, I was a little crazy, okay? Um, I thought, well, a Christian woman would not take naps because that's a waste of time. And a Christian woman would not shop at anthropology because she would give all her money to the poor. (laughs) And she does not listen to 103.7 because she would listen to hymns and scripture on tape. (laughs) She is not vivacious, loud, and lots of energy. She has a quiet and gentle spirit. And she cooks meals for people. And y'all know I'm barely getting meals on the table. So um, the list goes on with the ridiculous standards. My counselor said, no wonder you don't want to be a Christian. (laughs) I wouldn't either if all that was true. She helped me see that these were lies the devil fed to me um, about this Proverbs 31 lookalike. It wasn't biblical. So... I studied Romans 7 and 8, and they meant a lot to me about learning um, freedom from the guilt. So my Heavenly Father made me in His image and didn't make any mistakes, Psalms 139, 13. And He loves me, Ephesians 3, 14 through 19, the way I am. Yep, corny joke telling, anthropology shopping, cell room, of course. Um, mismatched clothes wearing, hot husband bragging, carpool line dancing, party in the USA singing, money saving, bright colors painting girl than I am. God loves it. Just as I am, just as I love to watch my children do things they enjoy. Okay, I'm going to say that again. This is where the daughter part comes in. God loves it. Just as I love to watch my children do things they enjoy, God loves to watch me do things I enjoy. How cool is that? The maker of the universe loves me and is in the details, and we're going to address that in a second. So I am beginning to taste and see. I love that it doesn't say read and study because you know I don't like reading. <laughs> okay. So um, so that was my... Um, Christmas letter from 2019. Uh, Nope, mm -mm. that was from 2010. (laughs) That'd be cool. I told you we were time traveling. Um, Okay, so okay, so you can kind of see where my hope was. Trying, trying this, trying that. Um, Just tell me what to do. I'll do it. What what do I need to read? What book? What book do I need to read? Um, Like, do I need to um, pray more or should I buy a book on praying? Like, I was just thinking this was up to me, okay? And um, so here is where I'm wearing a different type of clothing. Y'all are going to love this. Filthy rags. I am I'm holding out these filthy rags and let me just get a little graphic. These filthy rags are actually in the Bible. It's talking about Okay, so I I told you I'm going to get graphic. Um so women when they have their time, they did not have the things we have, okay? So they would sit on these rags. So in the Bible, that's what this word is saying. That's what I'm lifting up to God because it's all on my own. 
because I, guys, am very not righteous. I believe some people say unrighteous. So um, I'm going to read this verse from Isaiah 64, 6. So we are all infected and impure with sin. When we display our righteous deeds, they are nothing but filthy rags. Like autumn leaves, we wither and fall, and our sin sweeps us away like the wind. Okay, so um, so now I'm wearing these filthy rags, and I know I'm God's daughter, but I still am trying so hard to read the Bible more and pray more, but it's just not working. So I'm, I'm going to my counselor, and she made a suggestion. She told me to be still now. If you know me, it's a little hard for me to sit still. My One time, my granddad said, I'll give you $5 if you can sit still for five minutes, and I couldn't even do that. Um, and that's when $5 was a whole lot of money. Um, but anyway, she told me to be still, and she told me to just say this prayer, Jesus, show me your love today. Okay, and so this is where it started to change for me. Um, y'all know that verse, be still and know that I am God. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a time to be still. And so I would just sit in my room, and I wouldn't even be praying. I would just say, I'm here. And I would just repeat, I'm your daughter. You're my father. And I would just sit still and just try to feel his presence and um, and I would pray, Jesus, show me your love today. Um, morning by morning, new mercies we see. And um, it started to take hold. Um, so I started to see Jesus, and he's opened my eyes. Um, now, y'all aren't going to laugh. Okay, well, I see Jesus in a lot of places. Um, fairy tales, stories. Um, songs. I, I can pretty much find God in most songs. Um, turned down for what was hard for me. Um, but um, I'm listening on the way. Um, I, I hear him in a lot of Justin Timberlake songs because I love Justin Timberlake. It's like you're my mirror, you know. Lord, make me your mirror. You know, I want to be a mirror of Christ. Um, can't stop this feeling. I've got this sunshine in my pocket. I've got this good soul in my feet. Um, this sunshine in my pocket is Jesus Christ, and the soul in my feet is going to move me to serve the Lord. Um, and so um, creation, going for a walk outside, feeling the sunshine on my face, um, I could... I. I just, just praying that simple prayer, Jesus, show me your love today. Um, I I was starting to feel his love and um, I felt it in my child's smile, um, felt it in a friend's voice, uh, felt it when my favorite song would come on or when I'm at the thrift store and I find the perfect Star Wars t-shirt that fits me. Um, also, a t-shirt with Justin Timberlake's face on it. Um, that was a gift from the Lord that day. Um, and so I started to feel God's love. And I think a lot of it had to do with um, I was just giving up and saying, Lord, I'm going to try to, I'm going to try. See, I'm still trying. I'm going to be still and Jesus, please show me your love today. And so, um, whispers of love everywhere. Um, 
I want to challenge y'all to listen to some songs and, you know, I will be your Superman. He is my Superman. I mean, you can find Jesus everywhere. You know why? Because he made the world. Okay. And um, so I am tasting and seeing that the Lord is good. And um, it is um, an experience. And so now I'm feeling his love. And I'm his daughter. And by golly, once you start tasting and feeling his love, you want to share it with others, right? And now it wasn't duty. Um, it, it was not, I'm sorry, I've got two little boys, so I just had to laugh at that. Um, <laughs> it was not something that I, I felt like I had to do. It was something I felt like I wanted to do. I want to tell people about Jesus. But I was like, but Lord, how? I don't cook meals for people, and I really don't want to keep other people's kids. <laughs> I like them. I like being around them. Sometimes, okay? I really like my kids. Your kids can come over sometime, okay? Um, just not all the time. Okay, um, anyway. <laughs> um, so, I've got to share it, but how? And so, this is a beautiful way that God showed me his love that I'm so excited about to share. Um, I thought, I don't know how he would ever use me. Well, at the same time, um, let me tell you about some things that I love, as we spoke before. I love thrift store shopping, who doesn't? Okay, you get these awesome clothes, and um, and they're cheap, and you just have to wash them, and then they're pretty cool. So um, I love that, and I love to be creative. Um, I just uh, I just like colors, and I like butterflies, and flowers, and clothes, and sewing. Okay, so these are things that I love. So the Lord's like, hey daughter of mine, how about you come in and I'm going to give you something that you can tell people about me and do all the things you love. And so um, I started, well, I was upcycling my own clothes. So I would take, well, I'm going to tell you that in a minute. So I had probably like 30 dresses hanging in my closet. My husband goes to me and he's like, hey, I think these are cool, but um, maybe you should try to sell them because I don't know that you need 30 dresses. And I was like, well, there's an idea. And so when I started thinking about it, I was talking to my brother one night, and I was at the place where I just wanted to sew all the time. And I said, I feel so guilty because I'm not hanging out with my kids as much, and I'm certainly not cooking dinner. Um, but anyway, and he was like, but Sarah Ellen, what you're doing is such a picture of the gospel. And so I thought about that for a while and it really is. So, um, I have a, I have a, um, I have a clothing line, a dozen dresses. I'm, I'm turning around so you can see my, um, my tag. Anyway, it's called a dozen dresses. So I go to the thrift store and I buy old clothes, and I take them home, and I wash them, and I remove the stains, and I mend the holes, and I make them one of a kind. And that's exactly what Jesus Christ is doing with me. He bought me with his blood. He's washing my stains clean. He's mending my holes, and he's making me a one of a kind. And so um, there's the gospel. And so I was able to start sharing. So it, so I, I was making my clothes, and um, I was able to start sharing my story of God's love and redemption in my life just when I got a compliment on my clothes. Or if I had a show, and, um, 
And I remember, I mean, it was cute because Polly would be with me a lot because she had not started school, so she's like my little mini-me just going everywhere. And it got to the point where she could tell them. Well, she goes to the thrift store and she buys old clothes because um, I was saying it so much. But uh, hopefully, she picked up on it too. But um, but anyway, um, I I just thought that was such a gift from the Lord that He was willing to say, "Hey, you don't have to do stuff you don't like to serve me," <laughs> you know. I want you to do stuff that you're passionate about. Just like you don't want your kids to do things they don't want to do. As much as I wanted Noah to play football, guys, he doesn't want to play. But the beauty of it is he's got these other talents over here. He's a, How many 13-year-old woodworkers do y'all know? Not many. He's amazing, okay? And so as much as I push him this way, this is what he was meant to do. Okay, and so as much as I was trying to push myself this way, God knew what I was meant to do, and he knows what you're meant to do. And I I just want to be an encouragement to y'all today that um, he has given everyone in here special talents and gifts, and you can use those for him. And it may not be like me. You might not be telling the gospel with your words, but you are telling them with your smile or your good attitude through it, or your hard work. Um, so, I, like I said, you know, you can see Jesus everywhere, right? Because he, he made us. He created the world. So I, I want that to be an encouragement to you. Um, so let me talk to you a little bit about today. Um, so where am I today? We're coming back into back into present day. Here we go. Okay. Um, that was the time travel. Okay. Yeah, y'all know what I'm talking about. Okay, so today, still on Zoloft. That's okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> I tried to get off a couple times, but my husband asked me not to. Um, and so I said, okay, that's all right. That's all right. Um, uh, the yelling is so much better. My throat doesn't hurt much at all. Um, I still yell sometimes. Um, and I wanted to tell y'all a little anxiety secret that I have for my kids that I think you might find helpful. So I am part of um, two different prayer groups and we meet and we pray, um, over our children every week. Well, every other week. Uh, but it's two for me, so I get to pray every week. <laughs> um, anyway, we meet together and we pray scripture over our kids. Now then, um, when I start to feel anxiety about my kids, just coming back to that place and saying, wait a minute, Lord, I'm praying your powerful word over my kids, and so... I don't have to be anxious because they're in your hands. So that's a little tip. Um, If you're having some anxiety with your kids, I still do, and I still want to fix them and fix their circumstances and things like that. But I will say that it's been a huge gift for me to know that I am meeting together with other moms that are praying over my kids by name, okay? And we have specific prayer requests. And anyway, it is a... um, It is a huge gift to me, so let me encourage y'all that if you, um, even if you just have one friend that you might can meet together, um, 
and just pick out, even if you just pick out a Psalms and read down it, but put their name in it, because that's where it really becomes special to me. You know, um, Lord, help Noah, Grady, and Polly not to be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and petition, present their request to you, and the peace which transcends all understanding will guard their hearts and mind in Christ Jesus. Do you feel the power there? And so I just went ahead and prayed it out because I was like, that's another prayer. So um, anyway, so let me encourage you to do that. Um, okay, so let me, let me come up with some reflections here. So at the beginning, I told y'all that we were going to be talking about different types of clothes. Um, so we talked about the clothes that I wore growing up and all those mistakes. And then I talked about my filthy rags. But now I want to talk to you about the best type of clothing you could ever wear. And it's not my clothes, although they're pretty cool. Um, I mean, a dozen dresses. But anyway, Christ's robe of righteousness. So this is, this is the most beautiful robe. Christ has wrapped it. So he took it off when he got up on the cross. Okay. And he bore my sins. And he, um, he died for me. And all those times I was selfish, which is pretty much 98.2% of the time. All those times I was selfish and all those times that I yelled at my kids and all those times I was disrespectful to my husband and all those times that I said bad things about girls and all those times I failed to trust in God and failed to love others. Jesus died on the cross for my sins and he wrapped, he wrapped that on himself and, and then he took it away. <laughs> and then he said, hey, daughter, how about wearing the coolest robe you ever could? And then he wrapped that robe around my shoulders and he said, You are mine and I love you. And so um, that is the best article of clothing that you can wear. And I want to encourage y'all to wear it. And um, remember when I was trying so hard, I was like, I don't need that robe. Look, look, I can do this. Look, I can pray. I can, I can do this. I just read this book and I'll be okay. But I think it, um, it's a lot harder than it sounds, but then it ended up being so easy. Just be still and just look, just put this robe on. Just, just feel my righteousness around you and know that you are loved. Um, so, um, I have a little gift for y'all. It's so much fun. Um, I brought a party favor, and I, I, I want this to keep on recording because the people at home, look, I'm on TV. The people, I'm not really, the people at home can do this too. Um, okay, so um, I have brought, well, y'all know I love fabric. Um, I'll take up my, my thing so y'all can see my dress. <laughs> Wait, I do need to tell y'all that I do love Star Wars. Um, so anyway, so Matt, husband, uh, kids, um, Justin Timberlake, Tim Keller, Star Wars, those all great things. Um, but Jesus first, right? Okay, anyway, so I've got these squares. And these, the Lord gave this to me while I was praying. So I think, I think it's pretty cool. These are called prayer squares. 
and I'm going to pass these around, and y'all just pick, um, y'all just pick one you like, and, um, and what I want you to do is, you get to keep this square, and you get to put it in your wallet, or your makeup bag, on your windshield, in your car cup holder, somewhere where you'll see it, and every time you see it, guess what? I want you to pray, one of my favorites, Jesus Show me your love today, okay? So this is your very own prayer square, and it's, it's a reminder for you to go home. And the, I wish that we could pray it once, and then you'd remember forever, but it doesn't work that way. And so I thought that if we had a, a little visual reminder— You could take that and put it somewhere where you're going to think about it, and you can just pray, Jesus, show me your love today. And and guess what? He will, because he loves you so much. And and I guess that's it. Thanks for joining us today. Sarah Ellen joked about being on TV. She really needs to be, because... The enthusiasm in her voice is only matched by her facial expressions and her animated uh, hand gestures. She is just fun to listen to, fun to watch, and a joy to be around. We hope that you will tune in again soon. Thanks for joining us for Storytellers.